Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin, and my guest today is entrepreneur and community activist, Ms. Reiko Williams. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. Definitely. <laughs> you know, we actually met online and I've always like been a, been a, you know, I've always admired what you do. You've always had like a great attitude towards things, a positive outlook on life. And I just wanted to know, how do you maintain such a positive attitude? Um, well, it's, it wasn't easy. Um, but spending the first like 31 years of my life, I'm now 48, but just angry over, you know, childhood circumstances I had no control over. I had to um, take a step back. And I spent about four years of my life just working on me. And um, I discovered my gift and my purpose. It was to, you know, it was to make other people smile. Um, told everyone, everyone said, you know, my smile was contagious and that I brought, you know, light to others. So I, I realized that was my gift. And so I focused on that to, um, to continue throughout, throughout my purpose. Now, what ages, what ages were those four years? Um, it was when I turned 36, I moved to Georgia um, at, at the age of 36. And um, I spent four years just focusing on myself. So by the time I hit 40, that's when I, you know, really started understanding my purpose and giving back and, and understanding that the things that happened in my past was only really building me up to, you know, what my future held. So, and I've had a lot of fulfillment, just, um, just spreading that joy and, and, and showing others that, you know, there is, there is another way and, and not to hold in, you know, so much anger um, because there's so many other people that could use your positive energy and you'll never know who you're helping. So. I mean, it's it's yeah. really difficult to do like that inner work. So, like, how were you able to do it for four years? Oh, it was crazy. Um, I had the help of my children. I had, um, I adopted, you know, lots of kids. I have eight kids total. Um, so by the time, you know, I hit 40, most of them were older. Um, so they helped me out with the younger ones and just, you know, centering myself. But also I joined, you know, some, some Facebook groups, um, surrounded myself with some positive people um, and, and just knew that I, I needed to, you know, work on myself for a long time. And um, so I had the help of my mother as well. And, um, you know, they just helped me focus while I worked, you know, full time, raised, raised my kids and, and just focused on my happiness. Now, you mentioned adopting, you know, adopting your family. How important was that to you? Well, it's crazy because I, I didn't want kids. I never wanted to have my own children at all. I, um, I was on my path as a, a detective um, for the LAPD. That's what I always focused on. But um, I ended up having um, a child and um, eventually it became um, a foster parent. And that's what I always wanted to do was foster, but I had my own child. I became a foster parent to um, three of my, um, one of my siblings' children, and I ended up adopting them. And um, once I adopted them, I moved to Georgia, and I ended up adopting um, several more just because they could not, you know, live in their, their household, and I just wanted to give them a chance. So I ended up with eight total. Wow. Was that a, was that a tough adjustment for you? It was very, very tough. It was very tough. I was a um, single mother in, in California myself and, and living the life um, to go from that to, um, you know, instantly having five children and, and 
two of them were the age of one. So moved to Georgia with no, I didn't know anyone here in Georgia, but I just knew that I didn't want um, the boys that I had being influenced by any gangs or um, negative um, surroundings in Inglewood and Long Beach. So I um, immediately after they were placed in foster, I just packed up and moved to Georgia. And, um, you know, things worked out. You know, it was it was tough for a little while, but it really worked out. And we, you know, became, you know, successful here and, brought, you know, raised them all. So they are all successful adults now. Why Georgia? Why Georgia? Well, um, I'm originally, I was born in Lima, Ohio. And um, I knew I did not want to be in the cold. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I did not. So Georgia was somewhere. I used to come back here um, to Atlanta just to, to work. Occasionally, I would fly back here for training, and um, most of my family, or if not all of them, everyone was in Ohio, um, but I just didn't want to go that far, so literally, I just looked and see where it snowed, keep coming down, went past Kentucky and Tennessee, and, and Georgia was, was it with the least amount of cold weather, <laughs> so I picked, <laughs> I picked Georgia, and once I picked Georgia, I, you know, started looking for work, and um, um, I got interviewed over the phone because there was another company similar to mine that was here and just through networking, got an offer for a position um, just via telephone and packed up and moved here. Yep. And you, eventually moved my mother here too afterwards. Oh, you moved your mom there? I did. I moved my mom eventually um, down here to help out. Okay. Okay. Yep, see. Now you act you 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 actually travel a lot for work. So how do you maintain a healthy balance with traveling and family and everything else? Um, it, it wasn't healthy at first. Um, it, it's healthier now. Um, for the first ten years, it, it wasn't. It was I was gone a lot. Um, but it's uh, things that had happened in my first marriage and with my children that made me realize that they needed me more than they needed what I could provide them by working so hard and extremely hard and gone all the time. Um, very, I'm very successful. I'm very focused in being successful at my job. So I would go over and above. Um, but I noticed that they needed me a little bit more. So I started dialing back um, my travel, um, changed positions, and um, just started looking for a balance because I think that the things that I do for the community is very important to me and not having enough time to spend with my children, showing them um, how to give back and how to you know, support the community and support each other was, was not, um, it wasn't in the current lifestyle that I had. So I had to do a lot of changing. So now I am very balanced and although I don't have as many children at home with my new husband, it's, it balances us out. So I still travel, but just not as much. And I set those boundaries at work. Do you actually enjoy the traveling part? I do. I enjoy the traveling part because I actually um, get to meet so many people. I had um, started a smile journal um, and it was a three, 365 reasons to smile. And it was a journal that I would meet people on social media um, just through my purpose and, and my positive outlook. And I would end up meeting them um, in the city. If I was going to a different city, I would end up meeting them and, and adding them to my journal. So I had a goal um, a couple years ago to add at least 100 new people. Um, so the traveling was, it, it was well worth it. Um, but, and I also get to go back home, back to California a lot to go visit my family back there. So 
it's okay, but it does get tiring. Is there, is there like a, a cap or like, is there a time limit? When I say time limit, like, is there a certain amount of years you feel like, okay, I'm only going to do this for this amount of years and then I'm going to stop traveling? Um, well, um, I did switch jobs recently, um, about a year and a half ago where, um, the, the position was only to service one account. I am a national account manager for insurance. And so it was the position was to service one account their main office is in California. So that was the, the cap is just having one company with a main office. Um, unfortunately the, the company has one main office. They have eight different offices. So I still have to travel to those. Um, however, it's just once, once a year to each office. And I, I am, my goal is within the next five years, I will be totally independently, um, an independent entrepreneur where I will not be working for anyone else. I just, my goal is to get my daughter finished with college and, and then I'll be done. Now you mentioned entrepreneurship. What, what type of business are you planning on starting? Well, I actually, um, I do a lot of different things, but I am, I am a self, um, self-taught custom cake baker. Um, so my, my ultimate goal is to, I do party planning and events and wedding planning. So I want to do, be able to do it all, um, all the way from all the flowers and the cake and do the whole entire thing for all weddings, any type of parties. Um, I also, you know, make jewelry. I just, I love crafting. So that's eventually what I want to do. Um, and, and also investment in rehab houses. So we have a, um, a couple of things going on in Ohio to start rehabbing um, where I was born and raised. It's very um, run down and old. So we wanna rehab some houses and use those for homeless as well up there and get the, um, you know, get some of the neighborhoods back to where they were. So that is, that is our ultimate goal. Okay, that's that's great. Uh, sounds yeah. like you you you're investing in the community, like rebuilding it. That's great. Definitely, definitely. Now you recently remarried. Congratulations! Thank you so much. <laughs> Did you have any fear or reservations about doing it again? Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I I never thought I would get married again. I had actually I vowed to you know it was one time, once and done. Um, but it, you know he, it, he caught me off guard and, um, <laughs> he, he did, he, he caught me off guard and, and he knew he, I told him from the beginning, I, you know, Hey, I, I don't want to get married. I'm good. But, um, he was something that I, you know, that I think was my purpose. And it was, he was someone that was specifically made just for me. So, um, after dating, you know, for a while, I was very, very much open. And I think it took someone like him to change my mind. What were some of the, what were some of the fears you had? Um, the fears are, you know, just, um, opening yourself up. I was very guarded. Um, I, I take loyalty very, very seriously. And, you know, in my first marriage, I had to, um, I had to smile on purpose a lot. And that was to, you know, to maintain a healthy relationship with my children and make sure that they were okay. So, um, you know, I wanted to use my smile on purpose for positive things, not necessarily for me, but it was just the fear of being guarded, the fear of being uh, hurt, and also the fear of hurting my children and, and didn't want to disappoint them. Um, like I said, they, 
um, having eight of them and five boys, you know, they, I didn't want whomever I married to have to battle up against, you know, my boys and their protection of me. So um, I think once, once we started dating and I saw the relationship between him and my children, that really let my fears, um, I, I relinquished my fears because they have an excellent relationship. Wow, that's great. And yeah. I mean, that's just trying to adjust to a new family and a new situation. Just the fact that everyone was able to blend and mix. That's, that's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. They, they blended way better than I even could hope and dream. Oh, well, that's even, be- yeah. even better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. Now, so it's, we it's just a, started. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was saying we, we just started 2020. You know, you've, you've done a lot of great things in, in, in the past. And I want to know what's some of your biggest goals that you're looking to accomplish in 2020 and beyond. Um, this year, um, usually every year we I feed the homeless um, for Christmas and Thanksgiving. We started out with um, feeding 50 people. Um, and this was probably about four years ago. And we moved up um, to 120. Um, last year, we were able to feed 120. So I think this year, my goal is 200. Um, and we feed them fresh meals the morning of either Thanksgiving or Christmas. And also we make hygiene packets. So um, my goal this year is to distribute at least 1000 hygiene packets to the homeless and 200 meals, um, Christmas and Thanksgiving. Um, also, I want to um, get incorporated um, as a 501c. Um, right now, it's, it's totally funded by myself and my family um, and through, you know, selling of profits from my shirt and my smile on purpose. But that is really our ultimate goal is to, um, I know I can do more as a nonprofit. And um, that, that really helps warm my heart that, to do things for the homeless and the less fortunate. So that is, that is our goal this year. And I'm excited that my husband is on board with, with my goals. He understands my vision. Um, to help others. And he's very excited to help me in anything that I need to do. Now, are we talking in the state of Georgia or Ohio? In the state, oh. of, Georgia. In the okay. state of Georgia. That's where I donate. That's Ohio is, um, it's my hometown and it's where, you know, I was born and raised and I just see it. It's run down. Um, the homes are old. So I want, I give back, you know, and it's just a way to fix up some of the houses there um, in the real estate. But here in Georgia is where I live, and that's where I see the homeless. So that's where I want to, um, I want to focus my efforts. Ohio, there, there's not, I mean, there are homeless there, but it, it's not as bad as it is here. And so I, I want, really want to focus my efforts, and I see them every day. So I focus my efforts, especially the children. There's a lot of homeless children here, and um, my children are very involved. And they go out and, you know, they reach out to the homeless, they also reach out to anyone in their school that they may know that, you know, needs assistance. So, um, for instance, my son just went to the military um, and he graduates high school this year. He's finished in December, but um, he went to the military and he was supposed to come back so he could walk for graduation. But instead of him walking, um, we donated his, you know, fees that he paid um, to walk across the stage to a couple of people, kids at his, at their school that didn't, couldn't afford the cap and gown. So wow. he, he wanted to, you know, donate his because he's not going to be able to be back, uh, you know, to walk. So we allowed two other children to walk that couldn't afford it. So they're, they're very, very involved. 
Wow, that was a great that was a great gesture by him. Yeah, yeah. So he, uh, how does he enjoy the military? Well, <laughs> not too good right now. <laughs> he's in his fifth week of boot camp. So, um, but he's making it. He's he's in his fifth week and he joined the Marines. So he's um, he graduates on April fourth. Okay, he'll be a, yeah, he'll yeah, be he'll be fine. He's you know, the first the fourth week was a lot better than the first week. So I'm proud of him. Yeah, definitely. And tell mm-hmm. him, tell him I send my congratulations to him as well. I sure will. I definitely want to thank you for taking the time to do this. I know you got so much when you played with the foundations and the, the traveling for work and just everything you're doing. So for you to take this time, I truly appreciate it. Well, I thank you for recognizing me and I appreciate it. Um, is, did you want to, I'm not sure if you have a website or anything that you wanted people to visit. I am working on my website, but I do have a smile on purpose page um, on Facebook and it is smile on purpose. And um, I have all, you know, inspirational um, messages every day. I have bracelets, things that I'm doing. Um, so if you can check out that page, I really appreciate it. And you can like it, subscribe. Um, and I will let everyone know when the website is up. Okay, definitely. I'll make sure to do a follow-up as well when you release the website. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, James. Definitely. And I want to thank everyone who took the time to listen to this podcast. Um, a special thanks to my sponsors, First Gen Fly and Chain Entertainment. And a special thank you to my good friend and brother, Mr. Jonathan Branch, who's supporting me and my vision. Thank you all for listening and have a great day. Thank you.